Hey, hey, hey. Hello, awesome people, and welcome to Moment of Sanity with Jessica Layado. I am so excited about today's show, like really, really excited. The last time that we did the show, I was feeling a bit off. Um, and so this time my energy is up, like through the roof. I am super excited about this particular episode of Moment of Sanity. What a privilege to be back at sharing the joy of the Lord with all of us. You know, the joy of salvation. <laughs> the Lord is good. He is a good. He is good. He is a really good God. And His mercies endure forever. And for those mercies today, we say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have released mercies for us today, like every other day. New mercies. Thank you for your providence. On the last episode, we reflected about what it meant to turn our eyes upon Jesus. And like I had mentioned earlier on, um, I was going through a bit of a dark season um, with, you know, my health being a certain way, my emotions being a certain way. But God preserved me through it. Hallelujah. <laughs> he preserved me through it. He kept me through it. And so the episode last week was dedicated to that. What it means to turn our eyes upon Jesus, even through a season of trial, a season of pain, a season of grief. And I hope that you have listened to it. And in the event that you have not, you really should go and listen to it. What a beautiful thing. Thing, you guys to know that Christ is our reward. It is such a beautiful thing just to reflect on that very fact that Christ actually is our reward, that he is enough for us. He is more than enough for us. All these other things are okay, yes, and we can enjoy them. But the more that we grow to a place of relationship, of understanding, a place of finding our worth, a definition, our identity in Christ in relationship with him. Yo, what amazing liberties we find. What amazing liberties we find. Um, So you can listen to last week's episode. You would do well to share it with the people in your life. Um, And of course, you can listen to the podcast on whichever platform of your choice. I do not know what platform you're listening in on right now but you can listen on um, spotify anchor breaker radio public apple Podcasts, um, google podcasts just look for moment of sanity with jessica layado allow me to say thank you so much guys um thank you so very much for your continuous support for the podcast thank you for reaching out Thank you for praying. Thank you for sharing feedback. Thank you for all the times and all the different ways that you have gone out of your way to support um, this particular work, you know, the work of the podcast. <laughs> um, thank you so very much. My prayer is that beyond listening to the podcast, that you are in fact reading on and reflecting on scripture and growing in relationship with our Heavenly Father, because if anything, that is where this podcast should point you to, not to Jessica, not to um, solutions that Jess can provide, but to our Heavenly Father, who is able to take you and um, love you and grow you in relationship with Him to the glory of His name. Um, 
And I think that God loves you. He absolutely loves you. And he is very interested in you knowing him and growing in relationship with him that your joy may be full. And I pray that this is one thing that you will remember. If you forget anything, do not forget that your father loves you. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about Christian duty, you guys. <laughs> what a word. Duty is one of the words that in my mind, many times I have not associated with relationship. When you say relationship, I expect a certain kind of love um, and then when you say duty, it sounds like you're saying something different altogether. But duty is part of love. Um, duty is not separated from love. Love and duty work together. To love is a duty for the Christian. Um, so I would not say that there is a difference between duty and love. And I hope that you will not associate duty as something that is void of love, but something that is a result of love. You do a thing as a duty out of love, um, out of love for someone, out of love for that thing, out of love for it, that it would be an outflow of the love that you have concerning a thing or a person. And that love will cause you to do that particular thing. You dig, eh? Last year, I did a course called Perspectives on the World Christian Movement. Um, this is a course organized by Proclamation Task. And I would absolutely encourage everyone to do this course. Um, it's about 15 weeks of intensive um, but very life-changing study. Um, so the mode of study is that you meet at least once a week um, to go over the content that you have read during the week. But I can assure you that it is life-changing. And one of the things that has forever stayed with me in one of the modules, one of the contributors to that particular module, I don't quite remember who exactly, made the connection between Christ's greatest command and the Great Commission. Now, for me, that was a very eye-opening thing because um, all the years that I have been in church, I have not really associated myself with the Great Commission. Missions was just some other department in church. So when you said, eh, missions, it'd be like, yeah, you know, like there are guys who go for like evangelism and then there's like the rest of us who like contribute a certain way towards evangelism. But the more that um, I studied this particular course and the more that I read the scriptures, the more it dawned on me that you guys, oh my goodness, the Great Commission is the call for every Christian. And the Great Commission does not necessarily mean getting out of where you are and going to a different part of the world to be a missionary or a different parts of your country to be a missionary. It could be as simple as your office space becoming a mission field or your home becoming a mission field or your relationships, even your church becoming a mission field. And it just changed things for me, just revolutionize the word missions for me um and so on top of encouraging you to do the course um you can look up proclamation task on facebook or achemu that is a-c-e-m-u um or you can reach out to them and you know they can give you details on how to do the course or you can reach out to me inbox me if you're interested in doing the course and i will give you details on how to reach them um back to that correlation between the great 
commandment and the Great Commission. In his um, statement about the Great Commission, so to speak, Jesus says, um, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And you are saying this in response to one of the scribes when the scribe asked what the greatest commandment is. So just taking from that particular, um, the greatest commandment, the discourse between Jesus and the scribes, I would say that the first duty of the Christian is to love God. Yeah, with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, love God. And the second duty for the Christian is to love people. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, no man has ever hated himself. That is what Paul says. And we know that for a fact that we love ourselves and we like to do things that will make us happy, that will make us feel loved, that will make us feel special, that will make us feel validated. It has to be about us. We love ourselves. And therefore, Christ says, the same love that you have for yourself, love another just that way. So the first duty for the Christian is love God and the second duty will be to love people. But how do we in fact love God? Yeah, that pauses for dramatic effect. How do we in fact love God? By obeying his word. In John fourteen fifteen, Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commands. Yo, just imagine that. <laughs> if you love me, you will keep my commands. And you know, the word of God is rich. The word of God is full. The word of God is, um, there are so many commands scattered within the word of God. I don't want to use the word scattered, but it is laden with a lot of rich commands that we know are, that we know are for our good and for his glory. So if you in fact read the word of God, you would know or you will know and start to know what to obey, what commands he's calling you to obey. That command, first of all, to love the Lord your God with all your heart is a command for us to obey. We have to love him with all our heart, our mind, our soul, our spirit. And the same way that we are called to love other people is a command. We go and do that which Christ has told us to do. This is how we know that we love him if we obey his commands. But how do you love people? How do you in fact love people? How have you loved yourself? For example, for the Christian who knows about Christ, you know the kind of treasure that he is. When you live in relationship with him, you know the kind of reward that comes from getting to know him, from knowing him, from growing in relationship with him. So if you love another, you share that with them, that they might come to know him for who he is. In Matthew 28, verse 19, this is what it says. Let me just read it the way it is. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. <laughs> and this is how we love people. Yeah? You see how the two are so beautifully interconnected. Isn't God amazing? The greatest gift of wealth that we have is relationship with God. 
And we shouldn't hide this light away from other people. I'm reminded of that parable where Christ says that you are a city on a hill um, and a city on a hill cannot be hidden. So I think that as Christians, it should be our top priority to share this treasure that we have found in Christ, this treasure that Christ is right now to us and the treasure that Christ is becoming to us. For the thing that we treasure, the thing that we find of so much worth to us is worth sharing with other people um, so they might also come to the knowledge of Christ. And my challenge for us would be, who have you told about this treasure that we have in Athen vessels? Because to be honest, the more that I grow in relationship with God, the more I realize that it's not enough for you to know Jesus. And I don't mean it like that. Jesus is more than enough. But I mean that you should or you must share the treasure that he is with others, that they too might come to the knowledge of he who has loved us and called us out of darkness into his marvelous light, that they might not stay in the dark. Instead of, I am in the light and those guys are in the dark, and therefore let me stand here and judge them for being in the dark. Why don't you go out of your comfort zone and share the love of God with them? Share Christ with them. Share the gospel of Christ, the reconciliatory work of the cross why do you not go out of your way and share it with them who have you shared with and if you have not who are you challenging yourself to share this gospel with and of course for you who's listening in and wondering what we are going on about to be honest jesus loves you guys jesus loves you jesus loves you god so loved the world that he sent his only son his only son, his only begotten son, that through him we might have eternal life, that we might not perish but have eternal life. And Christ came that we might be reconciled to God. He still is in the business of reconciling us to God. Those of us that have not yet come to the knowledge of him, he is interested in relationship with you. He is interested of taking you out of the darkness and drawing you into his marvelous light that you may be reconciled to him, that through Christ you might be reconciled to God. For there is no other way to the Father except through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And therefore my prayer for you is that you will heed his call. My prayer for you is that you will turn Acts chapter 3 verse 19 says that therefore repent and return so that your sins might be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. The refreshing that you're looking for will come from the presence of the Lord. But most of all, the one thing that he calls you to, that he has called all of us to, is to repent and turn away from our sins that they might be wiped away, that our sins might be forgiven. So my prayer for you today is that you will come to the saving knowledge of who Christ is, to the glory of his name and definitely for your good. Lord, we thank you for you are a good God. Thank you for your word that is ageless, your word that never fails, your word that is the same yesterday, today and forever. Thank you for the cross of Calvary 
Thank you for sending Christ to come and die for us. Father, I pray that you will cause us to be burdened for lost souls, oh God, that we will have a passion to share who you are with those who have not come to the knowledge of you. And that, Lord, we will not hide that which you have given us, but that just like a city on a hill, the light that Christ is in us shall shine so brightly that he will draw men to himself. I pray for those who are struggling with the thought of missions and what it means for them and things like that, that you will open their minds to the understanding of your word and that you will cause their paths to meet with paths of similar-minded people that they may understand. I also pray for those who have not come to the knowledge of who you are, Lord. I pray that in your time, in your way, in your doing, that you will draw them to yourself, that they may repent and come to you, to the glory and the honor of your name, for your glory, O God, but also for their good. We thank you, Lord. We pray for the week that is ahead of us, that your name will be praised in the words of our mouths, in the meditations of our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. My name is Jessica Layado. You can reach me on Twitter at J-A-Y underscore L-A-Y-A-D-O. And if you have been reaching me on other social media platforms, it still is okay. Um, we can continue to interact on those platforms to the glory of God and, of course, for our good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Lord bless you and keep you this new week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.